I'm Virginia Allen, and this is the Daily Signal top news for Monday, November 27th. Here are today's headlines. Last week, Israel and Hamas agreed to a temporary four-day ceasefire, and that ceasefire was supposed to expire today. But the fighting has remained on pause and will remain on pause another two days after Israel and Hamas have agreed to extend that ceasefire. Israel has indicated that it will be open to pausing the fighting for every day that Hamas agrees to release an additional 10 hostages. Over the long Thanksgiving holiday weekend, three groups of hostages were released. This totals about 58 people. 40 of those freed hostages are Israeli. And among the freed hostages is a four-year-old American girl whose parents were both murdered in front of her by Hamas on October 7th. Eleven additional hostages were released today. In exchange for the four groups of Israeli hostages, Israel has released about 180 Palestinian prisoners. As far as we know, Hamas terrorists are still holding about 170 people hostage who are mainly Israeli, but we know that there are still Americans included among those hostages. Another 20 hostages are expected to be released over the next two days, all of whom will be women and children, according to the Pentagon. An Israeli-linked ship issued a distress signal on Sunday after it was boarded by five hostels with guns. The pirates who boarded the ship are believed to have been motivated by the Israel-Hamas war. The attempted attack on the ship took place off the coast of Yemen and may have been carried out by Houthis. The pirates pulled up alongside the tanker in a boat and boarded the ship. The crew on board was able to lock themselves in a safe location on the ship and were not harmed. The hostels reportedly attempted to open the safe room of that ship, but they were unsuccessful and fled. A U.S. Navy vessel responded to the attack, and U.S. Navy personnel succeeded with the help of a Japanese destroyer in intercepting the hostels. Fox News reports that the pirates are being questioned by the U.S. military under counter-piracy authorities. Two senior U.S. officials also told Fox News Digital that Houthi forces fired two ballistic missiles at the USS Mason following the arrest. The U.S. ship tracked the ballistic missiles as they approached, but both missiles fell short. The ship that was attacked by pirates is owned by an Israeli billionaire, but fortunately, the ship and everyone on board are safe. Three Palestinian college students were shot in Burlington, Vermont over the weekend. They are fortunately all alive, but are reportedly still in the hospital. On Sunday, 48-year-old Jason J. Eaton was arrested in Burlington on charges of three attempted murders. Today, Easton entered a not guilty plea. Following interviews with the victims, police chief John Murad delivered remarks on the incident earlier today per Now This News. The young men were interviewed by detectives. They stated that the person had not made any comments to them and had merely approached them while they were walking down the street, uh, essentially minding their own business. Um, and they were uh, speaking in a mixture of English and Arabic, uh, which is, is their want. Two were wearing keffiyehs. 
uh, and they had no uh, knowledge of this individual, had not encountered him before. He stepped off a porch and produced a firearm and began discharging that firearm. The police chief is saying that one of the victims may have sustained lifelong injuries. The shooter's motive is not known, and prosecutor state attorney Sarah George said today that although we do not yet have evidence to support a hate crime enhancement, I do want to be clear that there is no question this was a hateful act. This investigation is ongoing, so we'll keep you posted. Tragically, the Vermont shooting was not the only act of violence over the Thanksgiving weekend. Two individuals were injured in Cleveland on Saturday after an annual Christmas tree lighting ceremony. WKYC reports that the shooting happened around 8.45 p.m. Saturday evening. A 13-year-old and a 15-year-old were shot in public square in Cleveland and were taken to the hospital. The 13-year-old victim is in stable condition, but the 15-year-old victim is in serious condition. Police have taken two juvenile suspects into custody. Cleveland Mayor Justin Bibb issued a statement about the shooting on Sunday. He said, safety isn't just the concern of law enforcement. Everyone has a role to play to ensure our public places are safe. This includes all of us, from government and police to residents, parents, and caregivers. Report concerning activity. Know where your children are. Get involved with groups and organizations that promote neighborhood safety initiatives. A safer Cleveland takes all of us working together, according to the mayor. This investigation is also ongoing, and the identities of the juveniles who have been taken into custody have not been released. Damage to New York Public Library following pro-Palestinian protests is going to cost New York taxpayers an estimated $75,000. The damage was caused over the course of three pro-Palestinian protests. The worst damage came during a protest on Thanksgiving Day when protesters took green and red paint to the building's marble bases of its iconic columns. Library spokeswoman Jennifer Fermino told the Washington Post that on Thanksgiving, individuals involved in a protest engaged in a shameful act of vandalism to our library's flagship Stephen A. Schwartzman building, a space devoted to the open exchange of ideas and intellectual debate. Fermino lamented that while many libraries are facing budget cuts, it's a difficult time to have such a costly repair. With that, that is going to do it for today's episode of the Daily Signals Top News. Thanks for being with us today. If you haven't had the chance, make sure that you check out our morning show. I'm looking forward tomorrow morning to be bringing you all a conversation with Father Harrison Tinsley. Harrison Tinsley is a California father, and he's currently in a custody battle for his son Sawyer. He's seeking custody for his son because the boy's mother is attempting to raise him as non-binary. Also, if you have a moment, be sure to subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you like to listen to podcasts and help us reach more listeners by taking a minute to leave a five-star rating and review. Thanks again for being with us today. Have a great night. We will see you right back here tomorrow morning for my conversation with Father Harrison Tinsley about his custody battle for his son. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. 
To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.